All right, Brian, uh, speaking to that discussion of how the defensive line has looked and how the pass rush has looked, I, I want to highlight one guy specifically, and maybe a troubling sign for the offensive line. Maybe it's an encouraging one for the uh, for the defensive line. What have you thought about specifically Jonathan Hankins and the way he's looked at it? I think he's flashed some pass rush ability in these practices that I haven't seen a ton of throughout his career. And again, that, that may be a concerning note for what the, the offensive line is doing, but Man, when I've been out here at these practices, and, and we can highlight just a couple of guys that have stood out to us and made us feel good on either side of the ball is, hey, this person's stepping up. Jonathan Hankins is one for me that I look at and I say, wow, that's uh, that's that's a guy that that I'm I'm really impressed with. And Dan Quinn, when we talked to him on 105 Through the Fan, had said that Jonathan Hankins, that was one of two guys he highlighted along with Donovan Wilson as the guys that when somebody new comes in, he says, follow that guy's lead, follow the way that guy works, follow that guy's toughness and his intensity. That's the guy that you need to model yourself after. And so a high praise from Dan Quinn in that department. And then he's also showing up in these practices. Yeah. And that's, you know, we were just kind of thinking he and Mozzie Smith, and it was really encouraging to see the Saturday practice. Speaking of Mozzie Smith and the one-on-one he was able to get off the ball better. There was some times where Mozzie just was a tick slow. You know, you watch him, the power, the stuff, all that's fine. But he's just got to come off the ball quicker. And, you know, yesterday you saw a little bit better of that. So that was encouraging that way. But you mentioned Hankins. Really, uh, you could also throw Quentin Bohanna in there too. There's been a fire that has been lit under Quentin Bohanna with the addition of Mozzie Smith, with Hankins re-signing. All of a sudden, Quentin Bohanna, you're looking at him and you're going, well, wait a minute now. We're going to keep three nose tackles on this roster? Eh, probably not. Probably not. So uh, it's good to see all of those noses or one techniques getting opportunity, but also having some success. Yeah, and uh, some other guys along the defensive line guy that I, I haven't been super impressed with that was a bubble guy, uh, Neville Gallimore to this point. I, I don't know how much he's had good practice. There have been a couple times I've seen him end up on the ground. Yeah. Look concerning there. Is Neville Gallimore, you think, right now on the outside looking in? I would say of the guys that we mentioned, he would be the fourth guy. And that's kind of just – I've just noticed – I've noticed Quentin Bohanna – the most. I mean, Hankins Hankins has been fine, but I just really do feel like there's something there with like like the light came on for Bohanna that okay, I can't I can't be getting blocked. I can't be getting scooped or reached or not getting any kind of push or hold up blocks while, you know, let my guys run free. But yeah, the, the you're you're right. There's been some couple of times where I think Gallimore has has been off balance, and it's it's you know it's, that's a concerning thing. I could say, I mean, it's hard it's hard to sit there. You know, once you get the all twenty two, like when they play these preseason games, you could go through and study and see how they're playing. But you're just from the eye of watching practice, you know, you're trying to kind of follow some things. You're like, okay, where's the ball going? Oh wait, hey, okay, there was a big hole there. Oh wait, you know, Gallimore got knocked to the side or. Bohanna, you know, but or but when they're making plays, you could also see it. You could also see it in the nine on seven drills when they're getting up the field and getting in the backfield. Oso Diggy Zawa does that. Uh, Golston does that. You know, so you're starting. You know, when you could tell on nine on seven when it's just straight run, 
the guys are winning blocks and getting off. And that's, I think I've seen Quentin Bohanna do that quite a bit. Let's talk about some of these other battles that we've seen at this point. Guys, we think that could be uh, on the outside looking at guys who are winning that right now. We talked about this was going to be a big camp for two of your uh, corners that you drafted a couple of years ago, Nashawn Wright and Kelvin Joseph. Uh, what's your evaluation been of both so far? For me personally, I know there's been a lot of clips of Nashawn Wright getting thrown on. That's just Nashawn Wright's been on the field opposite Stefan Gilmore a lot, and so he's the one getting targeted in high volume. I thought he's had a solid camp. He's made some plays. I think he's been decent. It's just been he's been a volume target because of who's across from him. And for me, at least, I think pretty definitively, we've had Nashawn right above Kelvin Joseph in these practices. Yeah, I think you're right about that. You know, there's been a couple of times where, you know, Kelvin Joseph has been in position and has made plays. But you mentioned it with Nashawn Wright. He has been the one guy that uh, he's had interceptions. He's had PBUs. Uh, he's also given up some plays. And, you know, but, th- but he – the microscope was really on him. Uh, and, and as you mentioned, Kelvin Joseph, I think Kelvin Joseph has something to fall back on if he doesn't have success on defense. I don't know if Nashawn Wright has that. You know? and, and, that and that was going into, that was going into uh, training camp. But, uh, you know, they're, they're trying to find ways to get Kelvin Joseph on the field. They're playing him in the slot. They're playing him as that kind of a nickel, that linebacker, safety guy. You know, they're, they're trying to find spots for him to, uh, to, you know, have some success. But you're right about Nashawn Wright. I, I, I felt like one foot in the parking lot for him, but he's done a nice job. Much like what we talked about with Quentin Bohanna, all of a sudden a light comes on. You go trade for a corner. You're starting. You got some other corners that are. You got a, uh, you know, uh, Bland, Deron Bland. He he shows up. You know, you got uh, you know Jordan Lewis soon to be back. You know, I mean, there's 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 not much room at the end. Uh, in the end, uh, so those guys have to find ways to make plays. And I I think if you said, well, what kind of camp? I mean, well, Na- you know, Nation Wright looks like he's every clip you watch, he's giving up something. Well, there's a lot of clips that you don't see where. He's actually making plays. So yeah, he's been he's, he's been he's been he's been a lot better than he's been in the past. Put it that way. He, he's been in a good position, I think. Now, when we look at this receiver group, uh, you know, I think the names we were really looking at coming into this camp were okay. How do Tolbert, Turpin, Fajoko? How do they perform? Jalen Brooks really came in and has had a fantastic camp. It seems like every year there's always the the seventh round undrafted. Lance Lenore. Somebody, there's the Lance Lenore or, you know, whoever it may be, Danny Amendola or, or whoever else throughout the years that always makes a, a splash at the receiver position. Um, and this year, it's it's definitely Jalen Brooks, who as soon as the pads came on, he just, it clicked and he became a, a star out here at these practices. Assuming Gallup, Cooks, Lamb, that's your top three. Is this team right now keeping six receivers, do you think, with, Turpin, Brooks, Tolbert, and maybe Fajoko on the outside. I think the one guy that's on the outside right now, and he's really going to need to rally is Fajoko. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I kind of, I don't, I, you know, when you mention the guy that's been shocking to me is Turpin. That's the one that has been shocking that the amount of plays that he's been able to make. And, you, you've put it very well about him. 
He doesn't have a big catch radius and stuff, so you have to see him laying out and making plays. But, you know, by gosh, he's made plays. I, I've said this earlier. I said it on 105.3 The Fan on our show, The G-Bag Nation. This is, you know, that, that son of a gun played a lot of football last year, a whole USFL season and then a whole NFL season. You know, and, and this is the first off season that he's had in a while probably where he can get his body healed up. He looks good running routes. The quarterbacks are confident throwing him the football. There was a there was a an interception or a dropped interception yesterday's practice that Bland had. Bland came off on coverage because Turpin had separated from Hooker. Somehow that ended up where Hooker was in coverage and was having to carry Turpin across and to Bland's credit, he read what was happening, dropped off his man, went back and was able to make the play, but if he's not there, that's a big, big shot right there for you know from Dak to Turpin, uh, you know for a, for a play, and he's been capable of doing that. And there, if you if you you look at how like the last three guys have played, Turpin, you know, with what he's done, Brooks with what he's been able to do, you know, and 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 then Tolbert, I'd say those three guys. Are going to ma- are making it very difficult to say, hey, you're not just going to keep five wide receivers. You're going to keep six, and that's that's kind of where I think it's at right now. You're trying to figure out between if you're just only allowed to keep five, you're going to figure out between Tolbert, Brooks, and then and Turpin. But they're all three having the type of camp where they're being they're making it hard to. To let them go. Who else, as we just wrap up this segment before we get into the, the mailbag, who else during this camp has either really stood out to you and kind of caught your eye and surprised you maybe? Because, um, I mean, obviously we know Lamb and Parsons. Those two have had the best camp probably on, on both sides of the ball. Par- Lamb has been unreal. It's It's been like watching old school Des Bryant training camps, the way he's just – he'll catch everything in his vicinity. Parsons continues to wreck shot. But outside of the obvious ones, Who's caught your eye in a positive way and who's maybe been a little quieter than you were wanting them to be heading into this camp? Well, in a positive light, I'd have to say Eric Scott's caught my eye. You know, They like a him a ton. Yeah, and, you know, here's a guy that's played a ton of off coverage and then you watch him when he has to play press or man, he is in position, he knocks down balls, uh, he's around the ball, uh, he's not – the you know physically he doesn't look like the biggest guy, but I'll tell you what my man makes a lot of p- plays. I didn't I know we've talked about Wanye Thomas, uh, you know the safety. You know here's another guy that like I didn't know a whole hell of a lot about him to be honest with you. Guys shown up made a lot of plays. Um, if I have to say disappointments or guys that are kind of going south on me a little bit. I, I pick your offensive lineman. Pick your backup offensive lineman. You know, did did I feel like Matt Willetsko was going to be better? Sure, I did. Yeah. I felt like he was going to be a lot better. You know, did I feel like that uh, that uh, uh, you know Adoga? Adoga, yeah. I mean, just take your pick of whoever the backup offensive lineman is. I can say I know I know Farniak is filled in and you know he's had his moments where he hasn't been great but 
Which he's, I think, I think Farniak's been fine. It's just he's, he's been fine, but you know he, he's not been a black hole. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he gave up a sack in a practice. I was watching the pressures, and you know, I mean, it's it's tough. I mean, the guy's thrown in there. He's had what he was at center. They were running fourth down, short yards plays. They had two bad snaps. You know, where him and Dak fumbled the ball. You know, I mean, I know there's a lot going on. There's poor kids trying to play guard. And he's trying to play center. I mean, but. Take your pick on backup offensive linemen not stepping up. Maybe we'll get that in the preseason games where these guys will step up. But man, there's been some practices where I think it's 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 very glaring where some of their issues are. You are listening to the Love of the Star podcast, the Love of the Stars and Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 